Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world, reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future, and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. All right. All right. On this Garlic Marketing Show, we're going to talk about growing an amazing dental practice, an amazing orthodontic practice uh, using AI, using Invisalign with one of the industry's leader, Mr. Dean Steinman. Dean, say hi. Hello, everybody. And we're talking about creating the, how they create the number one Invisalign practice, how they get 98% of their clients to Google, to number one on Google. Uh, what's the difference between the clients that really succeed and make amazing leads and those that don't? The number of times that you need to reach out and follow up with the internet lead and how to start using AI to do that, why you shouldn't be have your down practice even touching that, why you uh, why you need to be number one for Invisalign, why Google is still so important, um, especially for getting more referrals and how to sell more cosmetic dental cases using Invisalign. All this on the amazing Garlic Marketing Show. But first, before this, uh, don't forget this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. We'll talk about social proof. It's so important. Uh, if you want to learn how to get that social proof, make sure to pick up the book, Testimonials, uh, Video Testimonials That Land the Big Fish. It will help any type of business get more business. All right, let's get started. And before we get into this, because I really want to, like, AI is one of those things that's hot for everyone. It's, everyone's trying to figure it out. I want to see what your insights are. And I think Invisalign's really interesting uh, marketing practice, especially since a lot of dentists are entering into it and you work with a lot of orthodontists too. But before we get started on that, tell me a little bit about your background, how you got into marketing for orthodontic practice and dentists. Yeah. So I've been running my own marketing company for 25 plus years, even wow. more. And I built my first website back in 1995. Wow. Uh, before the internet even was even a thing real background before that was I used to work for the yellow pages. I'm dating myself, but there was no Google. I used to walk around with that big yellow book and I saw the ads in that. And that was, that's how you found something before you Googled it. So I worked for a big corporation and but then decided to run my own company doing that for a bit. And then when the internet kind of exploded, I had a good friend of mine who was an orthodontist and I looked at his website and I said, oh, man, your website sucks. I got to help you out here, bud. So I built him a website, did marketing for him and tracked everything and at the end of the year, I became his biggest source of new patients. Luckily for me at that time, he got a job with Invisalign. So he would go around and, and talk and speak about why you have to put Invisalign in your practice. And he was nice enough to say the reason I'm successful is the company I hired. Fast forward 15 years later, hundreds of practices we've worked with, with word of mouth and getting our name out there. And I'd say we're in the smile business. Our job is to make people smile. And that's how the dentists make people smile. So if you can make somebody smile every day, you did a, it's a good day, man. So yeah. that's, um, that's a quick little story. And you've, you've grown a lot of amazing practices for people. What story stands out to you the most? Like when you say, this is one of my favorite success stories. I'd like to be able to put our quite a few hats. We have one practice in California who we got to be the number one Invisalign provider in the whole state of California. Wow. Um, we have another client in Toronto who is the youngest Invisalign diamond provider in North America because we have another client who by herself just reached Invisalign diamond status within three years. Very, very hard topic to do. One per, top 1% in the, in, in the country. A lot of our clients are doing that. 98% of our clients are number one on Google for Invisalign in the market. Wow. That is amazing. 
That's not easy to do. No, it's not. And what does being number one in Google for an or for Invisalign do for practice? How does that change the practice? It's a game changer. I'd say almost every practice we work with, the internet is the number one source of new patients. Plain and simple. You're looking for something. You're doing it even if you're looking for, even if you get a referral to a to somebody, you're still going to Google somebody else just to get a second opinion or just see if the price is right or whatever it is. Just get them in the ball game. It means a lot. It typically getting up to the top of Google is at least worth six figures a year. It, and I think you made a really important point that you just like really quickly said, but it improves referrals, doesn't it? Sure it does. Yeah, it solidifies the practice. It gives you that thumbs up that showed you're real, it, especially organically. Anybody can put up an ad tomorrow and be up to be number one. But a lot of people don't like to click ads. A lot of people like to go to where you know, it was non-sponsored and to get somebody to there. I always tell clients, the second hardest thing I do is get you to the top of Google. The first hardest is keep you there. Because once <laughs> we get you there, then the fun, then the real work begins. And, but it's you know, obviously it's worth it because I think this is something, a concept that, yes, it gets traffic. But it builds authority, doesn't it? Because it's like people, you and I know it's technically not, it doesn't say how good they are, but people believe if you're number one in Google that you are actually the best, don't they? They sure do. I've got one client that somebody came in about two or three weeks ago and literally traveled past 150 other orthodontists to get to them. It's like, why did you travel 45 minutes to come to me? You're like, well, we found you on the top of Google. You got to be the best. That's it's amazing. It's amazing. And like, you and I know it's not, it doesn't mean they're the best, but people believe perception. It. Yeah. it's perception it is it's, and I think I've heard so many people. So I get out everything from referrals. I'm like, referrals are dying unless you are at the top of Google and not, and very, and like smart people aren't going to say, Oh, okay, I saw you number on Google. Even when I got the referral, they're gonna say, Oh, so-and-so referred me, but they're still, aren't they? They're still going to go Google you. It just shows there's one of those double check and see, your hours, make sure they can find you if somebody refers, you know, so of lead is referral, plain and simple from a doctor or a patient or what have you. But a Google search is right up there with it. And the, the Google search solidifies the referral, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, obviously you all do websites, you do SEO, you do paid traffic. And we're talking about AI in a second, which I think is important and just overall Invisalign marketing. But before we get there, what, you know, when you look at the practices and you've got 98% at number one, and I'm sure like any marketing agency, you've got some that are doing really well and some that are saying, oh, the leads from Google are not good. I'm getting bad leads. What is the difference between those two types of practices? Somebody who gets it and somebody who doesn't. There's no such thing as a bad lead. Somebody picks up the phone and calls you or reaches out to you. It's up to you to tell your story and convert them out the best story or the best way to convert them. My job is to get butts in the seat and get, you know, any marketing company's job is to do that. Um, from there, it's in your hands to be able to tell how great you are and get them there. We did our job and got them interested, picked up the phone and called you or requested an appointment. You know, the hard, the hard heavy lifting is done. Now you just got to basically just figure out how to get them there. And then you know, we're talking about AI in a second is then to make sure that the process is automated and to reach out, you have to reach out to somebody eight times before they show up. Wow. And I can't tell you how many businesses, I don't know what dentists, but business in general, somebody fills out a form on your website or contacts you and then the business will call them back. Hopefully 
ASAP, but most of them will do it within a day or two. And by that time, you already blew it. You know? And then what you, you left one message saying it's a bad lead and then you don't reach them again. So you've got to constantly, so you hear the word no, make it a self-propelling machine. Yeah. I want to talk about that because I think AI is a great automation tool, but I think, do, I think people think they're annoying people when they follow up, but I know like I reached out to a provider and it wasn't healthcare, but I, something for our house last week, it's someone I knew and they followed up with me three or four times. I'm not annoyed by it. It's because I'm so busy and I'm like, Oh, I haven't had time to talk to them. This is, it, 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 is there that, do you think that's why people don't follow up or is it laziness? Why, why don't you think they're following up the eight, nine times? It's, it's multiple ways. The A is they're afraid of being a nuisance, but you're not. Remember, they reached out to you. You didn't reach out to them. They made the first knock on the door. So you're not being an, an annoying because they said reach out to you first looking for your information. So, you know, for, is to don't say no. And I, sometimes when it comes to sales, you want to hear no rather than I'll let you know sometimes because just don't waste time. Red, yellow, green. I want to see, I want to know if somebody's green or red. Yellow is just stuck in you know, nowhere's land. Also, A is people afraid to keep doing it. B is they don't have the bandwidth to continually follow up and see they don't have the protocol or platform or process to follow up. And that's where AI and technology comes in. It should be all automated. It should be only thing that, you know, business owner staff should be doing is customer service, getting them in and making them smile. Do what you do best. Your job is not to figure out how to automate a program or how to reach out to them and when to do it. It should be set up for you the right way. So all you do is just look at your calendar and say, ah, okay, I got an appointment in five minutes. And so AI, it's huge and people are trying to figure it out. What are some of the easiest, fastest things that people can do to use AI for right now? So a dental practice can, to get more, as you say, butts in the seat and close more of those Invisalign cases. The easiest thing to do right now is to set up a basic CRM automation program. So when somebody does go to your website and they are requesting more information or scheduling in to make sure that it processes until they say no or hit accept or confirm, you want to have a two-way conversation with somebody. You know, when somebody, you're, if you're a dental practice and you send out, somebody makes an appointment for next Thursday at five o'clock, well, an email or a text will go out saying, don't remind her, you have it. You want them to respond back. And when they're doing that, they took the initiative. And then from there, it's almost confirmed. But more people just get, it's noise, texts, emails, what have you. It's just noise. So the thing to do is to make sure that it's just set up properly to, until somebody has moved from the all right, we're going to come in, but until they, they move to, yes, I will be there and confirm it, there's still a maybe. So let the process take its place until somebody gives you a thumbs up, and then from there, you can move them even better, keep them in that process until they show up and start, and then you move them from the maybe to the yes or the no. Yeah, and do you feel like people don't do this because they, they're using antiquated software that doesn't connect to, let's say, a CRM? Yeah, they're just afraid the software to have the program they have doesn't work. Most dental practice softwares don't have this in place. They're made for you to organize your practice and to do that, but it's not a marketing program. It's a practice management program. There's a lot of components in there from billing to files to whatever. That's what those programs and softwares are built around. It's not really built around a marketing program. When you Until somebody 
says yes and it takes gives you content, gives you pictures, gives you records, whatever it is, they're a prospect. They don't cross into your software yet. Okay, and, and that's something that, that people are, don't understand. You have to change, change. Everybody's afraid of change, and, and yeah. change is good, but you have to adapt to it. I, you have to you know, use this quote a million times on all my podcasts, adapt or die in any business. And if you're not adapting to the times, adapting technology, see you, because somebody else will. Yep, yeah, for sure. Like it's gone on the days of you can wait. And, I'm, oh, yeah. and, and I think you probably saw it too, as people waited and waited. I know I saw it in New York and working with attorneys, waited to leave the yellow pages till it, it was complete. I remember in like 2008, people still spending $50,000 on the yellow pages. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. yeah. yeah. Now, I don't even know what yellow pages is. I mean, not- yeah, I know my 10 year old son, if I showed him the yellow pages, he'd be like, what is yeah. that? And, but to point though, you know, we're living in a busy world. You need to follow up. You need to follow up and you need to use software to do it because it, especially if someone's your number one on Google, like a lot of your clients, I'm sure they're getting a ton of leads, aren't they? Yep. But at the same time, leads are not what they once were. You have to pre-qualify people. And there's so many people shopping and kicking tires. But the thing is, you know, you have to be able to get people in as soon as possible. I'm at the point, we're at the point now, there's so much competition out there that I would rather get a client perfect leads, exact demographics, whatever, answering the questions they want than a hundred. Mm-hmm. It's just because there's, you don't want to waste time. Your chair time is so valuable that you don't want to waste time or put, or not even have it available when somebody shows up, doesn't no show. So it's important to have your lead pre-qualified as much as possible, make sure that the right match for you, which in turn will then convert and make your chair time as valuable as possible because the last thing you want is to block out three, four appointments in the afternoon. And, the- and so, you know, you're improving leads and we talk about CRM. What are some of the things that you think is happening with AI to improve those leads, qualify those leads, connect with the leads? It's the automation. automation. It's digital. It's making things digital. Nobody has a piece of paper anymore. Just get throw up, throw your paper out, guys. So many practices still have filing cabinets full of files. Not uh-uh. Now you want to have everything digital. Um, you want to automate it. And ideally, if possible, the staff shouldn't even be involved. Okay? They don't have mm-hmm. to bandwidth to do it. There's 24 hours in a day, and your office is only open eight hours. So two-thirds of the day, nobody's even there to answer the phone. But people are looking for you 24 hours a day. We're in now. People, a busy mom might go online and look at six, seven in the morning for a dentist or a dentist for a family. You're not there to answer the phone. Six or seven at night, eight at night, nine at night, put the kids to bed. Okay, you have time for a look for a new orthodontist, look for somebody for implants, whatever it is. They're not there. So this has to be, staff has to be clean. All right. So the more that you take the staff out, the more automated you can make it, the better it'll be. The technology is quick, it's constantly changing. And it's only changing for the better. And people can only adapt so much and be so good so quickly. This yeah. stuff's blown away. And you know what's crazy? This right now it's September 2023. Chat GPT came out November of 2022. It's not even nine, ten months. It seems like it's been here for nine, ten years. That's yeah. how quickly tech things change. And quickly, yeah. And you gotta adapt fast because you're like you said, your competition is. And you you mentioned like People are looking for orthodontists at night, and obviously, an alternative for a lot of people is Invisalign. How how has marketing Invisalign changed, and how have you adapted to that? And what can it do to a practice? I know it's a lot of big questions. Invisalign has done an amazing job building their brand up. 
the public thinks Invisalign is braces. It's not, it's aligners, it's not braces, but the public thinks so. They're the Kleenex of braces. No, Kleenex is the brand, oh, but you, nobody knows the name of Mark. They, they want to buy Kleenex, they want to buy Clorox, they want to buy. So if they did an incredible job branding it. It opened up a tremendous opportunity for people to who don't want to get metal in the mouth. So it gives up. And if you work properly, you don't see your patients as much. So, you know, to, I practices that we work with that want to take the practice to the next level are all in on aligners. All right. Invisalign is great. More people search for Invisalign than they do for orthodontists or braces. All right. That's how great the job that the Invisalign is doing, building build up that brand. But now there are so many op- options besides Invisalign out there for aligners. Um, Villa is a great company. I just I use Invisalign myself. My kids did all my practice, but now there are other options out there that practice could look at that could probably give you that could give you the same results that might not be as costly as Invisalign, but you have to adapt to it anyway. So even a practice does that is not using Invisalign still needs to put it on the website and promote it because people are searching for nobody's searching for X Y Z brand. They're searching for Invisalign. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a really good point. And what are some, if someone really wants to dominate the Invisalign market, you, you said you've got number one Invisalign practice in California. What do you think are the key things that they need to be doing? Acting and positioning it. When I first started working in this, the clients of ones that did the best were ones that we promoted that say, if you heard you're not a Invisalign candidate, come to us. There's a lot of practices that didn't think that Invisalign get the teeth the way they wanted. You get the direction they wanted, can get the results they wanted, but now Unless it's a very, very difficult case, it, aligners can get you the results you want. So practices that want to be taken to that next level become very effective, efficient, and with people have to show up as much too. That's the beautiful part about Invisalign. There's so much technologies out there with AI and virtual monitoring that when I had my Invisalign in, I saw my orthodontist three times, like in two years. I never have to go, but I go back to when my son had Invisalign. Every six weeks, eight weeks, yeah, to the, to the orthodontist. So think about that. You're a busy mom with two, three kids. Now you have to go to your orthodontist and sit there every six oh, yeah. weeks. Now forget it. You use the right thing. Through AI, you could scan your teeth through technology, through dental monitoring is a program that a lot of practices use. And they've been on my podcast, scan it. And then the doctor basically is seeing the patient more, but not in person. So every week you're scanning your teeth through AI technology. Doctor's looking at your teeth. So seeing you more, but seeing you in a new way. That's, so, that's amazing. Know, so people that are adapting to the change, adapting to technology, using the tools out there are the ones that are dominating the market. Very cool. And you mentioned having it on the website. What are some of the other things, some of the best practices in marketing and Invisalign that you've found? Social proof is great. You know, anybody has no social proof. It's you could crow to the cows and how great you are, but your patients say how great you are. That's the key. So anybody that you that is a patient of yours, you want to show how you changed their life. You want to get them to say that how great you are and to show that you made their life better, made them smile, made them happier, got the job they want, got the promotion they want, got whatever it is. When you smile and you feel better about yourself, you could do you could conquer the world. If you walk down a busy street like in New York City and you see somebody looking down and walking like this versus somebody happy and smiling, doesn't matter. You feel much that positive vibes, positive energy coming out. Invisalign embraces are game changers for people. It makes them better, happier people. You know, to have social proof and let your patients say how great you are and to promote Invisalign, to promote a difference maker is important. And remember, once again, you're in the smile business. 
You know, nothing better than that, making people smile. So if you could show that you're, that you're making people smile, changing their lives, that's the key right there. It is the key. And you, we obviously believe that video case stories are the best, one of the best ways to market any business. And, but you said something important there and talking about, you have to talk about the transformation, don't you? It's not just, you have straight teeth now, is it? Not at all. It's about transfer. Trans, it's, everything is transformation. But the last BizLine conference I went to, the underlying theme was transformation. That's that I was their position. Invisalign transformed themselves. They used to be a plastic aligner company. Now they're a tech, they're a technology company is what they are. So they trans, they transform themselves. The practices to transform yourself. It's not your dad's orthodontic practice anymore with wood panel and pictures from a from newer, hipper thing. And it's all about how you position yourself. I don't know. Maybe wood paneling is coming back. Maybe if they just wait longer, <laughs> but it's so true. It's like, you've got to adapt. You've got to change. Because I think so many of these professional practices, for how long did orthodontics not change? It's, it's been braces like 60, 70 years, right? There's more competition than ever before. And even for dentists, now you know, dentists are now able to offer you know, Invisalign and aligners, consumer programs that are out there that are direct. You've got all these new aligner companies besides Invisalign. There is like Candid and Spark out there and OrthoFX that do these kind of things as well that, that are branding and trying to get people to their website to then deliver good to the their providers. So it's a, it's a lot of noise out there. So how do you get through it? And if you do a search and you have to go to Google and do a Invisalign and then put your town in there, guarantee you're going to see some of these big companies marketing themselves directly to the consumer. You yeah. know, so it's, the game's changed a lot. It has, but there's a huge opportunity, isn't there for, it's like even dental practices with Invisalign. Huge. We're working with more and more dental practice than ever before because they need to be educated. But if you're a dentist, we'd rather have somebody come in and spend 100, 150 bucks on a cleaning or somebody come in and spend four, five, six thousand dollars on aligners. Yep. You have a no brainer. Yeah. And then once, so I've seen this before in cosmetic dentistry too, is once someone feels a little bit better, they want to do more, don't they? Exactly. Right. Exactly. After you get your teeth straightened, then you could get. You get implants, you get veneers, you get whitening. So you got to get them straightened first. You don't want to put new teeth in and then they're crooked. You don't want to make them whiter if they're all over the place. You want to get your teeth straight. And then from there, then you could, there's a lot of other options to keep a patient happy. The lifetime value of a patient um, as a GP, especially if you're doing Invisalign, is six figures. Yeah. Yeah. Even more. I mean, you were telling me before you have... Practices that are opening up multiple offices because of all the marketing that you've done for them, haven't mm -hmm. you? Yep, exactly. We have, um, practice in New Jersey started with us uh, five, six years ago with two offices. It's got six now. One we told you was number one practice in, in California. Um, they started with like, three, and now they're up to six or seven. Um, so practices are expanding, which um, we're real happy to be a, a partner in doing so. And in those types of practices, coming back to the, are they all doing Invisalign? Is Invisalign core to their growth? Just curious. Yeah. Wow. You can't be a traditional metal braces only practice and dominate and take your practice to the level that you want to be. You can't. Right. This is awesome. So tell me a little bit more about working with ortho marketing. You know, ortho marketing, I would say it's not just our name, it's what we do. So we market orthodontics. We're really good at it, doing this for a long time. I like to position ourselves as a partner in a practice. Just like you can't use the same aligners for every patient. Well, we don't use the same marketing for every practice. A practice in New York City has very different needs and demographics than a practice in 
New Mexico or in Sacramento is very different than somebody in Miami. So we come up with unique marketing strategies for the practice, come up with different ways for whatever their goals are to reach those goals and then exceed them. And then consult along the way, helping practices adapt, helping them bring, make the process easier. We consult the practice we met with this morning with doctor referrals. So we brainstormed, they came up with three or four different ways to be part of the community. Because you think about it, doctor, you're in a market. You know? So if you listen to this, if you're, you're in a community, you're part of that community. You want to be the, a, part of the foundation there. So anybody to be part of the school systems, be part of the of Chamber of Commerce, be, be sponsoring this and that, be partners with things. You know, you want your name out there and seen. So when anybody is thinking, anybody went to a mom group and asking, you know, orthodontist, your name should be up, should be there. So we come up with unique strategies, consulting with practices, show them their ROI. We're very transparent on what we do. And at the end of the day, we'd like to make our clients smile. And people have been with us, are with us for, for a long time, but we have a 92% return rate of people when their contracts up, they, they come aboard, they stay aboard with us. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, obviously you're doing great work. Um, so we'll put a link to orthomarketing.com uh, on the website and tell me a little bit more about your podcast. Yeah. It's called Ortho Marketing Live. Um, we just had our 150th episode. Congrats. We're That's pretty awesome. excited about. Um, we've had, we like to, I like to bring in industry leaders. We like to educate just like you, we like to educate people, entertain them, make people smile, make them laugh, and make them think. And I have a blast doing this. I love doing it. I'm sure you the same, same way. Yeah. Um, anybody who just wants to be more informed or educated, and if you want to smile, check it out. We're on all, we're on all the major podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube. You can just go to orthomarketing.com and find our podcast. The link is right there. And I love it. And we also always like to have new guests on. So anybody thinks that they might be a good guest or wants to be um, introduced to the orthodontic or dental world, my pleasure. And obviously you're going to be joining us soon as well. So, you know, tune in soon to watch. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm really excited to be on there. I love it. I love talking about marketing in general. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's amazing. 150 episodes. If this is the kind of information that if you're an orthodontist, if you're a dentist, you need to be listening to this on your drive into work every day uh, because it, otherwise the person that's is the one that's opening up four or five practices and really growing. And so Dean, thank you so much for being on the garlic marketing show. This has been a lot of fun and Thanks. real quick, one last question. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I didn't prepare it for this, but you're a dad and you work with, I'm sure a bunch of orthodontists that are dads. What's the worst orthodontist or dad joke you've heard? How's the hamburger? Introduce his girlfriend. I don't know. Meet Patty. All right. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah, he got me smiling. So uh, awesome. <laughs> Mr. Simon, thank you so much for being on. And we'll, we look forward to having you on again. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, everybody. And those of you who don't follow me on social media, follow us on Alpha Marketing. And I have two words for everybody. Go Jets. Go Jets. <laughs> Go Jets. All right. Thank you all for taking Dean and I your journey. This has been I and Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Thanks. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer? An agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know 
your business and how to make videos for business that work. The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow I and Garlic on Facebook. 